Well, good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. Glad to have you along as we once again take a trip down memory lane and learn a little bit more about Jessamine County people and places and things. With us today, we have a guest who uh, grew up in Wilmore. I think he lives in uh, Salvisa now, if I'm not mistaken. And glad to have you, Bill Glover. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to be here, Doug. It's been a while since I've seen you. It has been a yeah. while. Yeah. We want to talk about the Glover family. The Glover family were very well known, in, especially especially in Wilmore back years ago and, and through a lot of businesses, your dad and, and your mom even. But I guess the best way to start is we start every program about people is how they came to this world. Tell us a little bit about Billy, where he was born, who his parents were, and your mom too. Now, her name was Margaret. Is that Margaret, right? Right. What areas of the country did they come from? Well, daddy was born in Wilmore. Mm-hmm. His folks uh, were Omer and Stella Little Glover. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was my grandmother's family that came to Wilmore, mm-hmm. and uh, and I can talk a little bit about that. Sure. But uh, Daddy was born there in 1929 and uh, grew up there. He was an only child, and my mother was Margaret Ewing, and her parents were Stanley and Willa Ewing mm-hmm. from Lexington. Okay. Uh, well, that's kind of where they were born, but you, you said that there's the Glover side that came to Wilmore? Actually, it was the Littles. The Littles My side. grandmother, Stella okay. Glover. Her folks were the my great-grandparents, mm-hmm. Alexander and Minta Little, mm-hmm. came to Wilmore from Harlan County uh, in the early 1900s. My grandmother was born in 1901, and when she was a little girl, they came to Wilmore from Harlan County. My great-grandfather, Little... They called him Big Daddy, and they called my great-grandmother Big Mama. That was just their family names. I knew Big Mama. She lived to, the, to uh, about 1968. My great-grandfather died uh, in 1950, so we didn't know him. But he bought some land in Wilmore and moved his family from Harlan County. And he was also sort of a business person. He, yeah. he did a lot of different things, farmed. Uh, I think he had a like a general store. Uh, they said he dug wells. He also preached some. Then I've also heard he made a little moonshine on the side. So, you know, you didn't hear that from me. But he, he was sort of a character, too. Sure, sure. And Jack so of all trades, sounds he, like. He was. Yeah. And so this was, you know, uh, in the very early 1900s. My grandmother grew up in Wilmore. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather, Glover, was from Fleming County. He worked on the... Southern Railroad that went through mm-hmm, Wilmore mm-hmm. when they double-tracked it mm-hmm. in the 1920s, and she met him there. He uh, and his friend uh, Red Buckler were buddies that worked on the railroad. Actually, they married sisters, my grandmother Stella and her sister Mary Rose, in a double wedding wow. in 1928 there in Wilmore. Well, now you mentioned the uh, the railroad being doubled. They would have worked then, I guess, on maybe around. Would they have worked on High Bridge? They may have because that would have been the time that the the big stone tiers would have been taken down. I guess so that they could make it wider mm-hmm. to get across. Right. I think it's funny. Also, I'm assuming there's a joke behind this that they would call him Big Daddy Little and Big Mama Little. Yeah, the, the yeah, that was that, just their name. Because when I was a little boy and <laughs> a little boy, me and my grandmother Glover. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times on Sunday afternoon, we'd walk up to their house, which was on North Lexington Avenue, mm-hmm. to go visit Big Mama. Mm-hmm. And that was her mother. 
And so I remember her well. She was actually a larger woman, Mm -hmm. just big boned, Mm -hmm. but very devout Christian. I remember her at Wilmore Camp Meeting a lot. And uh, she had a little cabin at Wilmore Camp Meeting. So we knew her. Sure. But but not Big Daddy. You mentioned it a lot of businesses. And when you were describing the fact that he was in a number of different things, it sounds just like your dad. It was. They were a lot alike. Yeah. They looked alike. I can just imagine they had sort of the same personality. Right. And my grandmother, Glover, was also a businesswoman. Yeah. Uh, she and my grandfather, Omer, uh, built the Shell service station that sat on the corner of College Street in North Lexington, where the statue, where the of, statue is. is now. Right. Yeah. And in fact, on our Facebook page, we got a hold of a picture right. of the right, I guess it was right before they tore it down to put the statue there, mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. on that corner. Right. There's an old picture that I have of my uh, small picture of my grandfather yeah. standing out in front. He was the mechanic mm-hmm. and uh, worked on cars. My father said he was. Very smart. If he didn't have a tool he needed, he mm-hmm. would make the tool. Wow. And uh, my grandmother would pump the gas and <laughs> run the cash register. Mm. So she managed the money. Just, and we're, and we're so, going back how long on this? So this is in the 30s wow. and 40s. And so it probably wasn't common for a, a woman I to be that involved yeah. in business at that time. Right. But she... She sort of like the rest of her family were sort of take charge people. Sure. And so uh, my father was an only child. He grew up in that business and he met my mother at Asbury. Well, let's talk about that. Now, your dad would have graduated then from Wilmore High School. Right. And uh, that was 1947. Right, prior to the consolidation with with Nicholasville High and and. The outcome being Jessamine County. So he would have been at Wilmore High. Now, your mother, you said, was from Lexington? She was from Lexington, and she came to Asbury to, to go to college. To college. And that's how they met. Do that's we know how? how? I mean, was it just a chance thing? He no, looked? I know exactly how. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, with Daddy, there was always a story. Mm-hmm. No, he said she was a cheerleader for one of the classes, and he saw her <laughs> cheerleading on the floor, and he he made uh, it his priority. That was it. To uh, meet her, and sort of that was it. And I'll just go, I'll just tell you a little, another little story about when they got married. They got married junior year, Christmas break. Mm -hmm. And during Christmas break, of course, my mother lived in Lexington. Her father, my grandfather Ewing, was a Greyhound bus driver. Mm -hmm. And um, she worked downtown at Miller and Woodward Jeweler for her part-time job on break. So they eloped. Oh, yeah? They ran away and got married. It was yes. Well, just <laughs> one back up one little funny thing. My mother, started when she started dating my father, mm-hmm. she lived in Glide Crawford Dorm there at Asbury, and she said the girls on her hall started having prayer meetings for her because she was dating a town boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> evidently that didn't sway her. And uh, I can't sort of believe my mother would do this, mm-hmm. knowing her. But that junior year on Christmas break, somehow she snuck a suitcase out of the house. And at lunchtime one day, Daddy went up and picked her up at noon. Mm-hmm. They drove to Somerset. I don't know why Somerset. They found the Methodist preacher and got married that afternoon. And so they called back to tell my grandparent, 
parents, Ewing, mm-hmm. and uh, my grandmother just started crying, and my grandfather said a few bad words. <laughs> and so, but anyway, it all turned out to be real good. So that was, that was how their marriage started in 1949. How long did it last? Well, it lasted until my mother passed away in uh, 1984. She died Young, so age almost, 55. But, but they were, well, 40, 30-something years. Yeah, now. yeah. Right, right. So right. It, was, it was a good marriage, yeah. Yeah. So they get married. They're in Asbury. Still got another year. I guess they finished. They didn't. They did not finish. They didn't finish. Daddy went to work. Actually, his father died in 1950, mm-hmm. less than a year after they got married, very suddenly of a heart attack. So he took over the business of the Shell Station, is that right? Well, he worked there with my grandmother. Oh, yeah, she's okay. She's and I, right. when I, I hesitate because I, I say taking over was probably, <laughs> that's probably maybe his goal, but yeah. the story. Yeah. But they, they ran it together. Mm-hmm. From what I have understood, it didn't work out the best because <laughs> there, it was two, there were two bosses there. Sure, sure. So uh, they sold the business. The first people I remember owning it after that was the Philpots, Dan Philpot, yeah. Joe Philpot. Yeah. I'm not sure if they were the ones that bought it directly mm-hmm. from my uh, grandmother and father or not. But anyway. Well, I guess on that note, since we're talking about that, when it was finally dismantled before the statue, was that Bellman's? It was Bell. Well, I think someone owned it after Did they? Bellman's, but okay. I'm not sure. But the Bellman's, that's where they were. That's at where some they point were. In time. Yes, that's where they yeah. were for many years. Probably after Philpot, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because Bob Bellman and my mm-hmm. dad were really close. Yeah, very yeah. close yeah. friends. And right. so, yeah, they owned it for. Yeah. And then Chris Bellman, right. his son. Right. And so, yeah, they owned it for quite a few years. They so, so they sold that. When I say they, I'm talking about your dad and your yeah. grandmother. Yes. What did she do? Well, she actually went to work at Ben Snyder's in Lexington. Oh, really? Department store. She was the manager of the children's department yeah. and also kept their books. Okay. And so she and a group of ladies would carpool to Lexington yeah. every day downtown. Yeah. That's when, you know, you did your shopping downtown. Right. There wasn't right. any malls. Right. And so she worked there until um, she retired. And what did your dad do? Well, daddy. Because he's a newlywed. He's, yeah, you know, yeah. what a year or two been married, and yeah, it's a few years, and then um, he, and I didn't know this till years later, but he went to work as among the first group of men that were trained for I, when IBM came to Lexington. Yeah, there are a group of men from Wilmore mm-hmm. that I guess applied and got jobs uh, at IBM when they built IBM in the fifties mm-hmm. in in Lexington. So. He went to New York. I remember he went to New York to be trained. And then uh, while he was up there for a few weeks, I know this because my mother flew for her first flight. They flew the wives up there, I said, sometime during their training. Mm-hmm. I remember my mother saying she was scared to death to get on the airplane, <laughs> but it all worked out. So he went to work for IBM on the assembly line. Well, he wasn't cut out to be on an assembly line. Yeah. He was cut out to be out and about right. and and be his own boss. Right. So he worked there for a few years and then decided to move on. Come back. And he came back to Wilmore. Yeah, well, we always lived in Wilmore. Okay, okay. We All always right. lived in Wilmore. And Julia was born in 1951. Mm-hmm. And so he started having, you know, my mother and father started having their family. 
and we lived with my grandmother there on College Street. Mm-hmm. She had three rooms on the side of her house, and we actually lived there until I started first grade. So there were five of us in those three rooms. Yeah on the side of her house until we moved up to South Lexington Avenue. We got to know each other real well. We did. Let's talk about you kids real quick. Start with your oldest, Julia. Tell us a, a little bit about what she ended up doing. In yeah, she went to life. Asbury and met yeah. her husband, David Sims. He's yeah. from Southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Was he related to any of the Sims and Wilmore? No. Really? No. Actually, his name is spelled with two M's. Two M's. Right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he's from Southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. So no relation there. They met at Asbury, graduated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, moved back to Southern Illinois, where she always has lived. Okay. And she uh, is a math professor at Southern Illinois University University. at Edwardsville. Mm -hmm. And uh, David's retired, and so uh, they live out there. Good. You were next. I was next. What have you been doing with yourself all these years? Well, for 35 (laughs) years, I've been at uh, St. Joe Hospital Mm -hmm. in healthcare, Mm -hmm. IT. Mm -hmm. You were in it on the ground floor. weren't 35 years. I mean, right. IT was just kind of really getting started. Yeah, back. when I went to when I went uh, back to school for um, for computer science, they were they were still programming with uh, cards. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 real old mm-hmm. IBM mm-hmm. computers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, technology's changed oh, leaps and bounds. Yeah. So you have to be adaptable yeah. to stay in that. But I've enjoyed it. It's been good. Are you and, still there? Uh, I'm still there. 35 still years. There. Yeah, I'm still there. And and some people may remember, too, you pulled your stint in politics. You served on the, the council in Wilmore for a I while. Did, I did. Yeah. I did. Was, yeah. It was a privilege to serve uh, yeah. about seven years in the 90s. Uh, it's a very humbling experience, really, to be elected and to serve with such great people like Harold Rainwater and Leonard Fitch mm-hmm. and Ann Hager that lives here right. in Nicholasville right. now and uh, uh, Judy Metcalf. Right. I mean, I just felt very privileged to sure. to be among a group of people like that. I really enjoy that. That's one of the highlights of my life. You were on the city council, Wilmore, when I was on the commission here in Nicholasville. Right. And, oh, I and remember. You, and you're right, because until people either get into one of those positions or work in, in the government, you just don't have a clue, really, how mm-hmm. things operate. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying they operate bad, but I've always thought that that people uh, should all in our lifetime some way be involved in government, somehow, just to learn right. how it works. Because you can have all the ideas you want. People can gripe all they want. But and when you get in there and learn about the process, it's a whole different world. It is. It is. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to do that because that, that goes back to my father and mother. Mm-hmm. They were especially my father, very interested in Wilmore, in our community. I grew up, you know, with parents who were interested in our town Mm -hmm. becoming a better place. Mm -hmm. And he served on the city council. I was going to ask you if he did. So he served on the city council. He was on a committee that in the 60s went to Washington to get money to build the sewer system in Wilmore. See, he would have been there with Mr. Sims? Yeah, Mayor Sims. Mayor Sims, right. I grew up in a family that taught me and the importance of being community minded mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, trying to make your hometown a better place. Sure. And so, sure. you know, I was lucky enough, lucky enough to be able yeah. to to serve and, and try sure. to do that. Now, let's move on down the Lindy. line. Lindy was next. Yeah, she's a nurse, an RN. Okay. And uh, she graduated from Eastern, went to Asbury, but graduated from Eastern mm-hmm. in nursing. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
she's worked at various jobs in Lexington at different hospitals, and uh, she now works uh, for an eye surgeon in Lexington. Okay. Like I said, she's married to Bobby, who teaches biology at Asbury. Right. And they have one son, Luke, and he's an actor in Los Angeles. Really? What about that? Mm-hmm. Did he get his training down at Asbury? Did he, was he in the he drama did. down there? He did. Boy, yeah. that, that Communications is, major. That is amazing. I, you know, if people, this gets off on a tangent, we do that on this program. Yeah. Just, I don't think that the people in our county realize what a gem, in particular, that department is at Asbury and what it produces. And, you know... From the from that to to the Olympic coverage with the tennis, it all that stuff, it it's amazing what they have come out over there. In a, right, Glassbury is a great university. I mean, as I went, a whole, sure. as a whole, sure. I went there, and they. It's just it's you. You get a great education mm-hmm, at Asbury, mm-hmm. and the communications department is state of the art. It's amazing. And yeah. my, um, I have an, another nephew, John Todd's son Zach, mm-hmm. that's a sports anchor on television. Really, and he went there in yeah. their communications department. Yeah. So it's, you know, you're really prepared for jobs in this world mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm. Plus the importance of getting a Christian education. You know, my parents encouraged us to go to Asbury. They wanted us to get a Christian education. Yeah. They didn't force us to. Right. They didn't say you have to. Right. But I'm really glad I did because of the total experience yeah. was yeah. just, uh, and you make friends there that you have for life. Forever. Asbury is a great place. It is. Well, John Todd, you mentioned his yeah. son. Of course, John Todd, uh, for a little while, was in the same job as I'm in. He did a little he announcing did. at the old NBL. Tell he us did. about John. Yeah, John was the baby, yeah. but the tallest and largest one of us. <laughs> We're a short family, but John was a little taller. Yeah. He was one of a kind. He was. Yes, he, he was, was. Uh, just sort of, you know, a, a lot like my father, just sort of a big personality. Mm-hmm. A uh, very generous person. Um, he went to Asbury, met mm-hmm. his wife Claire mm-hmm. there, and uh, like I said, he did some announcing on the radio. He, he had a video store. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. In Wilmore. Yeah. Yeah, for several years. Yeah. And so um, we miss him a lot. Oh, yeah. 38, you said? He was 38. 38. He passed away with a heart attack. I remember well, too. Way, 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 way yeah. too young, of course. Yeah. Now, we've we've covered the family. They've got their family together, and your dad has got to raise this family. Now, let's start getting in. He, he left New York. Couldn't, okay. Didn't want to do that. Let's talk more about his businesses in Wilmore. Yeah, so he had five businesses. One of them was the service station. All at he, one time? No, no, no. Okay, okay. Different times okay. from the late 40s mm-hmm. when his dad died. Mm-hmm. To when he passed away in 1988. Yeah. So after IBM, and like I said, my mother was also part of these decisions, although daddy was the one out front and and Mm. the force behind it all, for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. But my mother was was smart. She was very insightful, and she helped him uh, with a lot of decisions at home, talking through different things. And so... um, after IBM, then he bought the dry cleaning business that was on Main Street in Wilmore from my aunt Florence Hutchinson. Okay, she owned it, and uh, I guess she was getting out of the business, so he bought that from her. Yeah. And it was located down on Main Street, there, uh, right beside at that time Kreiner's Five and Ten Dime Store. Mm-hmm. We just did a program about him. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah that was great with with Tina. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that some of those businesses down through there, Bill. I mean, we we can mention several that that will ring lots of bells. Now he was. If you're going down 
uh, was he on the left side? The same. He was side? on the left side. So he was on the side with Clay Tankersley. Yes. Sims Drug. Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, the Five and Dime at that right. time. And I guess was City Hall there also? Has it always been there? Well, yes. When I was real small, I think City Hall was was the old red brick fire station that sat up. The dry cleaners and the dime store were up on the uh, first part of Main mm-hmm. Street. You know, they weren't down over the hill where Sims Drug and all the current City Hall. But there was a the the old Wilmore Fire Station, red brick were building. They, were they up towards Dr. Corbett then, or maybe even more before that? Before that. Okay. Right when you turn left at the stoplight there. Oh, so right, right. there. So now, across, sort of across from Fitch's. Fitch's IGA. Yeah. You're going all the way back. All oh, the way okay. back. Yeah. So right across from that Fitch's parking lot, there was a there was an old red, the old red brick yeah. fire station. Yeah. And I think, I think City Hall was in there when okay. I was really okay. small okay. before they moved down to the old factory building, the stone right. building the stone downtown. Building where they are now. Okay. So right in there was the dime store and then uh, mm-hmm. the dry cleaners. Mm-hmm. And then you went over the hill and... Past the church, Sam's. the post office, and all right. down in the bottom. Right, right. And it was down there. Then in the, like, you know, like 1959-60... He built a new dry cleaning building uh, up on North Lexington Avenue mm-hmm. that's, the, that's still there today. The building is. It's not a dry cleaner's, but back up sort of catty corner to the old service station that he mm-hmm. used to own and directly across from Krause's service station. He built a block building there, and that was the new dry cleaner's. Was Krause's in. what is now Clucker's? Yes. That's where it was located. Right. Not that right. building, but it was on that spot. Exactly. So across exactly. the street, and I think in that row right there, is that right across the street? Mm-hmm. Right across the street. Uh, yeah. One of Asbury's art departments or something's on the corner. And, it is. And yeah. that building was there then. Yeah, it was okay. A, it was an old grocery store uh, yeah. way back then. I think it was Johnson's grocery mm-hmm, store. Mm-hmm. So right by that, in that lot there, uh, actually, there was an old house sitting there mm-hmm. that, that they moved down onto College Street, okay. and he built the built his dry new, cleaners building New dry there. cleaner building yeah, there. right, right. Now, how long did that last, or did well, he last in that business? It was, that lasted until, I think, sometime in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Then where? And then he took a corner of that dry cleaners building in the, about the mid-60s and built our little snack shack. Okay. The little Dairy Queen snack shack yeah. that we had there. What prompted him to do that? Do you know? You know, I think the same thing prompted him to do that that prompted him to do the, to do whatever. to do whatever and his other businesses. Yeah. I just think he had a gift for seeing a service that wasn't provided, mm-hmm. an opportunity mm-hmm. that wasn't in Wilmore. And I think he was not intimidated to, to go for it. Right, right. I just think that was that was his gift to be able to see an opportunity that wasn't being served, right. and to um, try to make it work. And for the most part, he he did. Right. He had he just had the 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 personality, I think, to to make those things happen. And you know, in Wilmore at that time. 
there wasn't any place open after like nine o'clock at night mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he saw that there was not only the population of the town, but you have the two institutions there, the right. university and right. the seminary right. and all of those students. And, you know, in that day and time, people weren't as mobile. Mm-hmm. They just didn't go out and get in their car. I mean, you know, your life, as you know here, they centered around your hometown. Sure. It's centered around mainly, you know, your life centered around your family, mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. and whatever was provided in your community. Right. And, you know, these these businesses that I look back on, like the Fitches mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. the Sims and uh, the Philpots and Kreiners and um, uh, Lou Allen's Hardware, Dr. Dunkelberger, you know, all of these businesses thrived because they were like the backbone sure. of the town. That's right. But, and it was like a big family. And in Wilmore, I think Wilmore's especially unique uh, and special mm-hmm. because it not only had that town community, it also had the college and the seminary community. And they needed each other. And so as far as Daddy's businesses were concerned, he saw a population there that didn't really have any place to go sort of after hours to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. Of course, any time he went into another business, it meant it not only meant opportunity for him, my mother, but opportunity for us. That's right. Because we were, you all you know, worked there too. As a family unit, sure. we, you know, if you're part of the family, mm-hmm. you're part of the family business. Exactly. And so, you know, you have a ready-made job exactly. right there. Exactly. And so when he built the uh, little snack shack, my sister and I were, Julia and I were in high school. Mm-hmm. Lindy wasn't far behind, but... I mean, it was a great opportunity for us because we mainly managed that snack shack Mm -hmm. in high school. I mean, he had other things going on, but, you know, we opened it up. We got it ready. We made out the schedules. We were... A lot of good experience. It was a lot of great experience for us working with the public. I mean, that's an invaluable lesson right there. That's exactly right. And it's a lot of hard work. Now, what did did he have the snack shop and the dry cleaners going at the same time? Then? He did, but he same did. building, same building, yeah. same building. Yeah. So, so you drop the ice cream on your shirt. You got a, you, a you're close right place there. to yeah. get it cleaned. You're right, right, all in one, right there. Yeah. <laughs> How long did those businesses last? They lasted until uh, I think he closed the dry cleaners down uh, sometime in the seventies. And then I think in the late seventies, the dairy, the snack shack yeah. shut down. But he wasn't done. No, he wasn't done because <laughs> he had more stuff. To because open. still in the late sixties, he started the the, the sanitation service. Mm-hmm. It was called City Sanitation Service, mm-hmm. but it's the garbage business in Wilmore. Mm-hmm. And there again, there wasn't any. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any regular garbage pickup in <laughs> Wilmore, and. Along with that was the the landfill mm-hmm. at our old farm. Mm-hmm. So that's a total of five different businesses there wow. spread out all over all those years. But the garbage company was something that he started also in the late 60s. And, uh, of course, he was that served a need. And he he now the landfill closed down also sometime in the early uh, in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. He was still running the garbage business mm-hmm. when he passed away in 1988. 
he hit on the on good cylinders all the time with his mm-hmm. businesses, didn't he? Mm-hmm. It just he had a knack for it. He knew right what right. what would go and what and it raised a great family. I mean, he he just knew what it what it needed to do to make it work. And it all goes back, I think, to his personality. Mm-hmm. He was just he was just a big personality, and he just loved people. He loved people. And he he loved talking to people. I mean, he'd spend hours talking to people, talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't know of anybody that knew more people in Wilmore, that part of the county, than my dad did. I mean, he never met a stranger. He just loved being with people. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, that was just his personality. Well, in a roundabout way, you've probably answered these next questions I'm going to ask you. And and if you've listened to any of our programs, you've heard these questions before. Let's start with your dad. As far as a businessman, give me a word to describe him. Um, that's 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 interesting because there's a lot of words. As a businessman, I think you have to say insightful. Mm-hmm. He was able to look at the opportunities yeah. and see what would work. And he had the personality, I think, to make it work. Now, same question, but as a dad, describe him in a word. He was, it's, well, you know, it's hard to sum up your father it in is. one word. Um, I'd have to say caring. Yeah. His priority was with, I mean, people that saw him saw the public, Billy Glover, mm-hmm. who was always out and about and talking, but... Mm-hmm. He was really, his priority was his family. Sure. I, I really have to say that uh, we were his priority. I mean, he spent time and his resources on his family. You know, he cared about each of us, and he wanted sure. e- each of us to be successful and to be happy. And he, I think he tried to help, help us yeah. in any way that he could be ourselves. Let's do the same with your mom. Give me a word to describe her as a mom. Oh, loving. I think my sisters would agree that when it came to my mother, mm-hmm. even she, we were very lucky. Mm-hmm. That was her priority. Sure. She was involved in every part of our life yeah. as homeroom mother. We were, we were her priority, mm-hmm. and, and she, she really dedicated her life to raising her children and, and to her family. And so, you know, it was, um, it was a great loss yeah. when she, yeah. she died so young. Yeah. Well, Bill, believe it or not, where our time is done. Is that right? It is. It goes, I told you it went quick. Right, right. Well, it's been fun. <laughs> it has, and it gives us a little more insight into, into your parents and, and some history. We have a lot of people who listen to this program who, who aren't from here, mm-hmm. or they've only lived here maybe, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. And, and since you're mom and dad have been gone right, right so it's great educational experience that's one thing we pride ourselves in here is not only to bring back some memories to some people but also to educate some people about where they live and and the people as you said earlier when you mentioned all those businesses the people that that built us 
to get to where we are now. Right, right. And, you know, we had a certain group of people throughout the years over here in Nicholasville, just like in Wilmore. Right. That were the backbone, and they got things going, and they kept it going, and, and really got us to where we are now. We we should never forget them. And, of course, your parents were two of those people. As you said, Bill Glover, there was probably a day in time where you couldn't find anybody, especially in that end of the county, didn't know who Bill Glover was. Well, I would agree with yeah. that. And I still run into people now yeah. that I meet for the first time, and they've either been in Wilmore or lived there, or I, I have some connection mm-hmm. with Wilmore. And I say, you know, my name is Bill Glover. And he says, oh, I knew your dad. <laughs> and I'm thinking, of course you did. Sure, right. Of course you right, did. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for well, thanks, sharing Doug. with us. We appreciate you doing that. Well, I appreciate it, and it's good to see you again. My thanks to Bill for coming in this morning and talking about his parents and what they meant to the Wilmore community and the Jessamine County community. And we appreciate you coming in every Saturday morning, too, as we attempt to learn a little bit more about our past and where we came from and hopefully help us figure out where we're going. We do it every Saturday morning at 11 right here on Jessamine County's own radio station, Jess FM 105.9.